Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Alex Smythe. Last week, the tech company Humane unveiled their much-anticipated AI pin. This is a standalone device and a software platform. Sean Fries has the details on this new device, and he joins me now. Hello, Sean. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks, Alex. How are you? I'm not too bad. So, Sean, take us through this. What is the point and the purpose of this AI pin? Wow, we started off with a hard question there. What's the point of it? Um, well, actually, the, the the basic and simple answer is, have you ever wanted to pin a smart speaker to your lapel and walk around with it? But the more serious answer is, this is the first hardware specifically designed to make use of um, AI. You know, everything, everyone's been talking about AI, chat GPT, open AI, even Microsoft's Bing, um, and this is the first hardware we've seen that will be powered, if you like, by AI, artificial intelligence. It's very exciting. Now, first off, I want to clarify, I wasn't trying to degrade the uh, the AI pin. I was trying to go for a poorly timed <laughs> uh, pun with the, the point on the pin, but... Oh, I enough. missed it. Oh, that was good. <laughs> It was good until you thought I was just really uh, being mean to the AI pin that I know very little about. Okay, so expand and elaborate on this. What what are some of the features you can do with this pin? You mentioned it's all designed with AI. What are some of the things that you can do with it? Okay, so um, some of the features they demonstrated so far, and again, this is pre-release at the minute. Um, basically, you can make phone calls with it. You can send messages with it. Uh, you can show it uh, a packet of food, for example. This is one of the demos. So they showed a packet of, I don't know what it was actually, and said, how many calories are in this? And the AI was able to recognize the object and tell them how many calories. And then they said, uh, I'm going to eat this. And it kept track. And at the end of the day, you could say, how many calories have I eaten? Or how much protein have I eaten? Anything like that. Now, these are all very... I'm going to say actually limited features. These are features we've sort of seen in either smartphone apps before or specific skills maybe on smartphones. So this is nothing really new. And going back to your initial question, that the purpose of this, it's all about the interface. So this is something you simply wear on your shirt or anywhere really. It is a small um, square device and you can simply interact with it. It's totally screenless. It has a camera, a microphone, and a cool little projector for projecting images and a speaker. Um, but you interact with it simply by speaking to it. There are other gestures you can do in front of it as well to activate things. But the point is, there is no visual display on this. So it hinges solely on the power to understand you. And again, we're coming back to AI, the large language model, the ability to talk to technology just like you're talking to a human. No need to think about what you're saying and how you're saying it. You just speak as you normally would and the technology will figure it out. So that's the key point when we're talking about this new 
it, it, it's almost a new platform. Mm. You know, it's, it's almost an evolution to the smart speaker, and you could argue an evolution to the smartphone. So what it's actually capable of at the minute, I would say actually isn't that impressive. Um, making phone calls and, and sending messages, the ability to recognize objects, take video, um, various things like that. Nothing groundbreaking, but what is really impressive is the way you achieve those tasks, the way you talk to it, the way it talks back to you. It really is quite, uh, it's quite cool. And so you kind of mentioned this is, has to be treated like a new platform instead of just a new device in a, a kind of ecosystem of what you would already have, like a smartwatch or something like that. Mm. Does, yeah, no, this, absolutely. So this is not uh, uh, kind of something you would be pairing with a phone. This is it's on its own thing then? It's completely standalone. Yeah, absolutely. It comes with its own voice and data contract as well, um, which we'll get to when we get to the price of this thing. Yeah. So it is completely standalone. It isn't like anything else we've seen so, so far, like smartwatches, which depend on a connection. Well, mostly, not entirely, but depend on a connection to a smartphone. This is completely standalone. There is no app store for it is another thing they're, they're keen to really emphasize is that the AI will figure out what you want to do. So maybe in the future, you could say something like, you know, um, describe this object with be my AI or, you know, uh, what's my balance in my bank on this account or whatever. There's no need for us to actually go through, open a specific app. AI will decide, okay, how do I achieve this task and what's the best way to do it and go off and do it as again it's it's the the power of ai which makes this kind of special interesting so it based on on kind of how you described in terms of the uses how you're initiating some of these features asking it questions you know doing gestures things like that seems like it's going to be quite power heavy are, are you having like a little heater on your chest if you're wearing it as like a lapel pin like how is the battery <laughs> life and the battery power on this device it's fine you just wear a big backpack all the time and you get all day battery <laughs> no 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 you don't so um so there is a battery built into the actual let's say the the core device itself the actual pin um <clears throat> sorry but the, the, there is a battery booster, which is magnetized to the back, and that's actually how it attaches to your clothes. So there's a magnet at the back, which holds it on. And that is also a what they call a battery booster. Basically, it's a battery pack. And you can swap them out during the day. The initial product comes with two uh, additional battery boosters, as they call it. So they are promising all-day battery life. How often you would have to swap that out? Uh, they do come with a, a carrying case that charges these battery boosters. So, um, yeah, hopefully, I'm expecting better battery life than you would get, say, off a smartwatch or something. Um, but it should be pretty convenient to actually just change your battery and carry on with your day. Sean, are you telling me the AI pin isn't actually a pin, but using magnets to hold on to your lapel and your clothes? <laughs> Well, see, here in the UK, I have no idea what a pin is. I would call it a badge okay. or a brooch. Okay. I, 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 uh, the pin thing is new to me, but I, I, I sort of, I'm guessing that means <laughs> I was expecting it to pin through or have a little safety pin on the yeah. back. But, but no, it's more high tech than that. <laughs> okay. uh, the company behind this are actually all um, ex-Apple employees. So you would expect a certain flair when it came to the design and that and uh, a magnetic clasp. It does sound very Apple-y.
And you know what? I'm I'm being a bit mean. I'm being a bit unfair of this device. I I think I'm more. Ju- it's the skepticism I have on this, and so I'm I'm, I'm picking and, and and prodding my different points. It's just I think because something like this is so unique, so innovative, as you described, that it, you have to basically rethink how you interact with technology with this device. You did mention though that uh, the this comes with its own data plans. And so let's ask the the big important question, how much does it cost and how much are those plans? Oh, let's not spoil it all, Alex. (laughs) We've been having a lovely discussion. We don't have to bring money into it. Yes. So the actual device itself is $699. I believe that's US dollars, $699. But it does require a monthly subscription uh, to what is called Humane um, Connection, I believe. It's powered by T-Mobile Network. And that is $24.99 a month. So um, I tell you what, to be an early adapter and be on the cutting edge is definitely not cheap. But um, you're, I, I've got to be honest with you there, Alex. I mm-hmm. think you're right to be skeptical of this because a lot of people are getting really carried away as they are with AI. I mean, we get so impressed by something. And there's no denying that AI itself is really impressive. But it's still early days. Right. Um I am excited myself, and I think this has got a lot of possibilities for us in the disabled community. You know, a screenless device, especially if you're blind or visually impaired. Mm -hmm. A smart speaker, for example, is a beautiful, accessible piece of kit. And this user interface of just using your voice, again, could be incredibly useful. And because of the evolution, you know, smart speakers uh, that we're currently using, to be quite honest, look absolutely uh, ridiculously look like morons compared to AI. And I think, you know what, I with the camera built in as well, with the ability maybe to get some sort of AI assistance and object recognition, OCR, who knows how far this could go. This is a generation zero product. But I've got to say, as a new species, as a new platform of gadgetry, yeah. I'm excited by it. And I'm definitely going to keep an eye and see how this goes. Yeah, and I, I think, too, if you look at it in, in terms of something that it could really have an impact on the disability community, as you mentioned, especially someone who is fully blind, not having that screen built in, that you don't have to worry about trying to d- get screen reader or, or some other like screen reading device to be able to manage that. I think you take the screen out entirely, it could be a huge win, a huge boon uh, for people who are blind. And if it's, in fact, that you're building this platform for every user, and it just happens to be have that built-in accessibility, that is hugely positive. But one thing, Absolutely. too, people have been saying that they this may be kind of a first step in a bigger project that Humane is working on. So what is that project? Well, yeah, I've heard this as well, but it doesn't really go into much detail about what this bigger picture is. Now, as I said, this is the first hardware we're seeing powered by the next level AI, ChatGPT AI. So that could be one thing. This could be the first in a long line. We're going to see an evolution of technology where we're just talking to it like it's just anybody else, another human. Or, which I suspect is more likely, is that this whole not having a specific app to do a task, Mm. and it's the whole AI being able to decide and get the context of what you're asking and being able to independently say, okay, I need to use... I'm going to use the term plugin 
So this specific plugin for my, you know, whatever bank you like to complete that task. I think that's the bigger, bigger picture. It's again, looking at the, okay, it's cool that I can send a message and I can do all this with my voice in a really easy to do way, but it can do so much more. And we're just seeing the very start of this AI capability, especially in this form factor. I think we could see this really taking over. Absolutely. Now, Sean, before we let you go, you got to let me know what's coming up on Double Tap today. What are you guys chatting about? Oh, uh, now you've got me with a really... Oh, today we are talking about <laughs> Stephen Scott has been, as he always is, deciding to buy a new Mac computer. But which one did he go for? He wanted an iMac, but we managed to talk him out of that because I had to remind him he can't see. So he's discounted that but he's been going back and forth between the new Mac M3 and a previous version. So we're going to get the final verdict of what he plumped for in that epic saga that is uh, Stephen Scott buying a computer. Believe me, it goes on for a long time, but mm -hmm. it's cool. <laughs> Very good. Sean, thank you so much. Uh, have yourself a wonderful day and we'll chat next week. Thank you so much. See you later on. Yeah, that was Sean Priest, one of the hosts of Double Tap on AMI Audio, and you can listen daily at noon. And you can also follow the Double Tap team on Twitter or X at Double Tap on Air. Double Tap on Air. Are you interested in being part of a live studio audience? Well, AMI has an opportunity for you. Kelly and Ramya are taping a special episode on Monday, November 27th. They are looking for 50 individuals to be a part of the audience. So if you live in Toronto, in the area, and you want to participate, please email info at ami.ca, info at ami.ca. Space is very limited. so. Be sure to put in that. And you also get a Kelly and Ramya gift bag if you do attend. And the names will be entered into a draw to win one of two Apple gift cards value at $500 each. There's also going to be five $50 Tim Hortons cards up for grabs. And so for a chance to win those great prizes, you must be a part of that live studio audience on November 27th. The taping will air on a future date on AMI-tv. And so, once again, to confirm your participation, email info at ami.ca. Hope to see you there. Coming up after the break, we have a roundtable discussion with Elizabeth Moeller. You're watching now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv.